this is Leah, and welcome to this week's Hashtag for Paris podcast. It is wonderful that you could join us for this week's teaching. I'll explain a little bit more about who we are at the end, but for now, let's jump right in. Well, welcome, and uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, it's great that you are joining us uh, today as we continue to, to celebrate Christmas and celebrate the birth of Jesus and to uh, celebrate all that it means for us in the midst of life. Uh, just a, a couple of uh, quick uh, reminders that one of the best ways to stay connected with us as a church, if you're wondering about what is the next step, how do I hear more about what is happening, is to join our e-blast. That's, a, that's an email that we send out twice a week to, to not only tell you um, you know what is happening in the life of the church, uh, but 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 also to to reflect a little bit more on previous messages or on some of my thoughts uh, throughout the week as well. So best way to do this is jump on our website and you can click on the button in less than fifteen seconds. Uh, you can join up and uh, just continue to stay connected because there's a lot of exciting things that are happening as we jump into this new year uh, around ministry, around opportunities, uh, around our building, and we would just love to keep you uh, informed. And so jump on our website, click the button, and then start getting more and more information. Well, as we as we think about Christmas and we, we kind of land on this day, uh, maybe for many of you, this is kind of the day where you want to exhale, you know, just kind of take a bit of a breath uh, because the reality is, is the weeks leading up to Christmas are often quite hectic, quite, quite busy, you know, making plans, going to parties, wrapping presents, getting, getting arrangements sorted out. I, I mean, I just see from the level of like delivery people in my neighborhood, just how busy this season truly is. And it is a full season. And as I think to the very first Christmas, the birth of Jesus, it was a pretty full season for Mary as well. I mean, a quick recap. You know, she was going about her life. She was uh, engaged and ready to marry Joseph and settle down and spend life with him. And then she was visited by an angel who kind of said, oh, you know what, there's going to be some changes going on here. Um, you're actually going to be pregnant and it's going to be through the Holy Spirit. And this is the plan. You are going to give birth to the Messiah, the one that the nation of Israel, the people of God, have been waiting for. You are the one. Well, when this news broke to Joseph, he didn't know what to do. And so Mary likely would have been aware of that Joseph was going to end the marriage. And so suddenly her life was really taking a turn. But then Joseph had a change of heart because he too was visited by an angel. And they had a plan that they were going to obey and honor God. And so in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all the conversations and talk that must have been going on in their hometown, they then realized they had to travel to Bethlehem because the census had been issued. Mary was pregnant. They get to Bethlehem. Place is packed. Nowhere for them to stay. They have to give birth in a stable. Place their baby in a manger. Like... Like, talk about a hectic morning for them. But then it gets even crazier. Then these, these shepherds show up, which Mary and Joseph probably weren't even aware of. And they are probably like, they're probably so excited because they had just been visited by a whole realm of angels telling them of good news of great joy, of, of, of how the Savior has been born. And so I can just imagine these, these shepherds now trying to cram themselves into this already tight space, you know, talking over each other with such excitement, like, like wanting to see the baby, wanting to just be completely into it. Like, imagine for a moment, 
what that must have been like for Mary, for Joseph. And then there's, then there's really this amazing line that we're told in the Bible. In Luke chapter 2, verses 19, we're told that after everything happened, and there was a lot of everything, it says, Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. That's, that's for me, uh, an eloquent way of saying she took a moment. She, she treasured and she pondered. It, two very deliberate actions. She, she, she treasured. She, she was remembering everything that had happened. But then she was taking some time to just ponder and reflect, to cherish and, and to see, again, the big picture. Do you ever worry that in your life, in the midst of busyness, in the midst of hustle, that, that we don't take enough time to take a moment? That, that actually God has wired us to not just busily accomplish things, but to pause and take moments. That this is not just some throwaway line in the Bible. That when we're told that, that Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart, there's something significant going on. That God actually wants us to take a moment and to pause. As I thought about this, I, I realized there's probably at least two reasons for, for why taking a moment in the midst of life is, is so important. The, the first one is to reflect, to, to reflect upon what has happened and what is going on, to, to not lose the significance. I think sometimes, particularly in the Western world, is that we get so caught up in the hustle of the day-to-day that, that we just move on to the next task, the next accomplishment, the, the next to-do thing on our list, and we fail to reflect, to not lose the moment. That's what Mary did. She pondered all these things and treasured them in her heart. She reflected on the moment to see what God was doing. I I think the second reason that it's so important to to kind of take a moment is is in order to recharge, to kind of get us ready for that next season of life. I don't know how familiar you are with, uh, with the Christmas story, but But it wasn't like life suddenly got a whole lot easier for Mary and Joseph at this point. It actually got even more hectic. There was a guy by the name of King Herod who was incredibly jealous. And and when he heard the news of this this king, this, this Messiah being born in his territory, he was completely ready to eradicate any, any chance of this happening. And so he issued a decree that all babies under the age of two would be put to death. And so what did Mary and Joseph do? They had to pack up and get the heck out of Dodge, Bethlehem actually, and head off to Egypt, a foreign land, and begin to set up life together. I think in many ways, in Mary taking a moment, it it didn't mean that that she was aware of everything that was about to happen, but, but she recognized that she wanted to take a moment to not only reflect, but to recharge as a means of being prepared for what would come next. And so often in this one verse, Mary reflects one of the key realities that God wants for us in the midst of relationship. 
that it's that it's not just about what we do and about what we accomplish and, and, and all the great works, but it's actually taking a moment to rest, to reflect, and to recharge. God wired that right in the very beginning of creation on, on the Sabbath, on the seventh day, God rested. He took a moment as a means of reminding us of the importance of taking time to reflect, to recharge. In the middle of the Bible, there's the book called the book of Psalms. And, and the Psalms are these amazing prayers that people would offer to God. And, and oftentimes the, the, the Psalms would be sung. And there's this one word that actually appears like 71 times in the Psalms. It's called Selah. And different people kind of debate about what it is. But if you understand the context that many of the Psalms were sung, Selah means take a breath, take a pause, take a moment as a means of reflecting upon what you have just said, what you've just sung, what you have just prayed. Jesus, in his ministry, there's, there's this line that so often appears that in the midst of all the amazing things that Jesus did, all the things he taught, all, all the miracles he performed, we're told that oftentimes Jesus would then go away to a lonely place to pray, to reflect, to recharge. So what about you? Do you intentionally and deliberately take these moments, like Mary, to treasure up and ponder all these things? Do you take moments to reflect upon what God has done and use your reflection as a means of recharging for perhaps what is yet to come? You see, I think oftentimes the the way in which we navigate life with God is is not just simply in what we do, but in just taking those moments to be truly with him. So why not? Why not on Christmas Day, whether you're with family or whether you're with friends or maybe even if you're on your own, what what would it look like to just take a moment today to reflect to recharge, to to see the ways in which God has been at work in your life, to kind of step out of what the regular rhythm of life may be and just take a moment to recognize what this abundant life with Jesus really looks like so that we don't live life just always trying to hustle and always trying to get on to the next thing, but we actually spend time with God in the midst of the stillness. So what what does this look like? Maybe it means just reading through some of the Christmas story. Read Luke chapter 1 and 2 and just reflect. Ask questions. What does this mean for you today? Maybe it can mean that as you listen to music or you put on some music, you just just allow the the words that are being sung, these these incredible Christmas carols that, that we so often sing through, you'd reflect upon the meaning of what they are. Maybe you take a moment to, to read one of the Psalms. The, the Psalm I would suggest is, is Psalm 46. There's this great line where it says, be still, be still, and know that I am God. There's a couple of cellas in there, a couple of moments where we can just pause. Or maybe it's a chance to just get outside, go for a walk, Use it as a means of reflecting and recharging and being reminded of God's goodness in your life. Or maybe just be still. Don't say anything. 
Don't read anything. Just allow what God wants to bring to your mind to be an opportunity to reflect. This Christmas, as we think of the busyness and all that has gone on, may we remember the actions of Mary. That she took time to treasure and ponder everything that had happened. And what if we did that? Not only today, but allowing it to become a regular rhythm in our life. I'm convinced of this, that oftentimes God wants to speak into our life, but we fail to hear it because we're too busy. We're hustling too much and we fail to take a moment. Would you give God that space as you reflect upon what he has done so that in these moments he can recharge you to prepare you for what comes next? So glad you joined us here. May you have an incredible rest of your Christmas this day. Let me pray as we conclude. And so Lord Jesus, as we celebrate your birth, as we celebrate just the goodness that you are in all of life, may we be mindful of spending time in just silence, just sitting, just resting, as Mary did, taking a moment to reflect, to recharge, to be reminded, God, that you are at work in our lives. For we ask it all, Jesus, in your name. Amen. And so now may God bless you this day and in all of your tomorrows. Amen. today. We hope that you were encouraged by what you just heard. Just so you know a little bit more about who we are, hashtag for Paris, our church is about creating a culture that shows people that we are for them and for our local community. Jesus invites us to experience a meaningful life with him and others. So we meet every Sunday morning in person at the Paris Presbyterian Church at 1030 a.m. and throughout the week in various home groups and pubs here in Paris. It is here that we experience authentic relationships and we grow deep in our faith journeys together. If you would like to connect with us further, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And it is here that you can find links to any of our other audio and video podcasts, sermons, and you can track with what's happening with us each month. Please go straight to our website for more information now about our home groups and how you can get involved. Our website is parispresb.ca. Yes, that's right, parispresb, P-R-E-S-B dot C-A. And it's there that you can share our links with your friends, family, and neighbors. Uh, We have friends from around the world who connect in with us online on a regular basis. And so lastly, please feel free to email me and get connected directly. I would love to chat with you. My email is leah at parispres.ca, and I'll get right back to you. So that's all we have for now. Thanks again for joining, and we'll see you again next week. Bye for now, everyone.